girl. It takes a village. <laughs> it really does take a freaking village. Are we recording? We are recording. Is this happening? It's happening. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Is it bad that I want to be like da 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 da? Not at all. Let's just start. Let's okay. begin. Welcome to your new favorite podcast. At least we hope. <laughs> For the love of punch and aloe. Welcome, lovers. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And, and share. Share. <laughs> <laughs> share the shit. <laughs> hopefully you guys love it. Uh, hopefully we don't just babble, but if we do, enjoy that too. So, Aloe, we started this amazing podcast that we want everyone to rate, review, subscribe, and share. <laughs> but why are we doing this? Where did it start I feel like this started as your brainchild. So where are we going with this? So I just really wanted like a safe space to kind of talk about things that um, maybe a lot of people won't talk about or don't talk about or many people do talk about. And I just think it would be nice to have a place where we can empower women and lift each other up and talk about the difficult things, you know, from how to get over your ex, how to... um, you know, really take something like a podcast or a brainchild idea and really put it into action. Maybe talk about some witchy women stuff. Heck yeah, girl. You know, I love me some witchy shit. You know, that witchy woo-woo, we're into it. Yeah, stay tuned for next week. We've got my badass witch friend coming on, Erica. Oracle by Erica on Instagram. She's amazing. Love her, follow her, all the things. You know, since sometimes I find that my intuits are actually my therapists Um, and it's just something I've always wanted to do and I've always asked a bunch of people and have come up with many ideas throughout the whole idea of this um, this little nugget that's been in my brain and then I asked punch and she was totally down and here we are it's been like two and a half weeks and we're just making it happen we're going for it yeah I woke up one day and Aloe was like so I think we should definitely do that podcast we were talking about. And I was like, yeah. And I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> I was like, I must have had a lot of wine. Um, Wine's always great. Or a bed on my phone. Sometimes I do that. I, I can't multitask. I'm not good at it. That's true. But, She's not the best at that. But no, I think that's totally like what we both want to accomplish with this is just kind of talk about the hard things but also just celebrate women that are already doing very exciting things in their lives that have something they want to say and that they want to share um and then just giving them a safe space to do that and giving people a place to come and listen and maybe take something away or like give them something to like laugh at us for whatever that may Uh, be i mean if we're comedic relief for the day that's great you can make fun of us we're here for it i am always comedic relief for the day (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little bit more serious punchy's a little bit more Punchy. <laughs> punchy. I like that. Yeah. Punchy's punchy. Exactly. So Paige, tell me, um, I know we started in 92, but where does this fantastic nickname come from? Tell me about Punch. So Punch was born when I was born in October of 1992. Go Scorpios. Um, Libertine. <laughs> and so I used to make fists when I would breastfeed like a boxer and I'd hold them up by my face when I drink milk 
it looked like I was gonna punch my mom in the boob. This is the first time I'm hearing this story, by the way, and you, I wish you could all see my face. <laughs> and so they nicknamed me Punch. Oh, I love yep. it. Yep, and my sister made squeaking noise, and she got the name Squeaks. Oh, so these nicknames have really been with you since birth. They really have, and they haven't resurfaced until about, I don't know, almost a year ago. Um, people started calling me Punch and Punchy again, but uh, I haven't had that in years. But I'm I'm into it. It's a lifelong, it's a like lifelong it. name. I think it's very applicable to who you are as a human being. Yeah, it's like I'm really fun in games until you do something wrong, and then I'm going to knock you out. Listen, don't piss us off, people. All right, so Aloe, I must know, where did Aloe come from? Because I've met a billion Allisons, and I've never met a single Aloe. I have used Aloe, like the majority of people who have had a sunburn. So, I mean, I guess I could see the the connection there. But. I love it, though, because honestly, if you love me or hate me, if you use Aloe in the summer, either way, you're thinking of me. So. <laughs> And I'll tell you, it's not spelled A-L-O-E, except if you're Katrina, she will spell it that way till the day she dies. But it is A-L-L-O, and it came from, um, I was kind of naughty as a teenager, and we were all at my friend's house, my friend Garrett's house, drinking one summer afternoon, and I was probably 16 or 17, and somehow I went to go say hi to Garrett, and I was like, yo, Gert. And he looked at me and he was like, yo, aloe. And ever since that day, it just stuck. And I even went to college and I was like, okay, I'm not going to introduce myself as aloe. I'm going to be Allison. I'm going to be an adult. I'm going to get rid of this nickname. My, while my boyfriend at the time came to visit and we were uh, all hanging out with a bunch of my friends. And he's like, aloe, aloe, aloe. And I'm like, fuck, it's all <laughs> over. And ever since then, all of my friends in college started calling me Aloe, and it's just kind of followed me, and I just think it was meant to be, so it's been a really long time. I love that, though. It's a very unique nickname for a very kind of common name, I think. Yes. You know, it really does make you stand out. Because the name Allie makes me want to vomit, so... No offense to any Allies out there. We yes. love oh, Allies. I love Allies, and I love Allie my... My grandfather used to call me Allie, and my mother calls me Allie. Maybe that's why I'm, I have this aversion to it. <laughs> so, for today, who doesn't love to talk about boys? Because let's be honest, most of us spend more time dating boys than men. Can I get an amen? Fuck no, because they're all an <laughs> <in> F-. minus. <laughs> we probably should have named this podcast for the love of pseudonyms. But let's be honest, you could all just go stalk my Instagram and find out who I was dating anyway. But for the sake of privacy, I'm going to be using fake names. Yes. Um, I'm going to try to adhere to that, too, but it will most likely just slip out. Yeah, and you probably couldn't find any of Aloe's old exes on her Instagram anyway, because that bitch cleans house. (laughs) Bye. She's like, I broke up with my most recent boyfriend. She's like, mourn it like a death and then move the fuck on. That's right. Seriously, that is the best advice my father has ever given me. I mean, I was breaking up with my boyfriend in college, and I was distraught. I really thought that it was going to be the end of the world. I mean, as we all do, if you're going through it right now, we're here for you. But I am going to tell you, mourn that shit like a death and move the fuck on. I have really struggled with that, but I appreciate the sentiment of it. Yes, it really helps. And then you think back on the person, like my ex from a few years ago, I think back on him. 
and I'm like oh shit like I really mourn that shit like a death like I did not even speak to him once after the day he came drove an hour to my house and broke up with me and then walked out the door literally not one word has been spoken to one another one text nothing and I feel like I'm living the life of Scrooge here as we approach Christmas because I spend every day with my ex and it's like ghost of Christmas past, ghost of Christmas future, except it's like this is your sexual past. And, and I'm in your face. Exactly. <laughs> but we're business partners and he's wonderful. So like whatever I say, just know that like we have a great relationship and things are good there. Yeah. What should we name him for the sake of sediment? We'll just call him Ted. Like Ted Mosby. Yes. yes. I love that. Yes. Paige so, is also obsessed with Shit's Creek, just so you know. Different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Same Ted. There is a Ted in Shit's mm-hmm. Creek. Ted Mosby is from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there is Ted. Alexis is Ted. Yes. She's like, boop. <laughs> Okay, so we'll call him Ted. Um, but I have a tendency to date a bunch of Teds. Um, people that I uh, date to embrace my savior complex. Um, that's why I stayed with my last boyfriend, Ted, for so long. Um, yeah, and also did other things that you probably shouldn't have done for him, like help him with his bills, girl. Yeah, I know, girl, but like when you're trying to save people... I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I know, it's bad. But, um... You know, sometimes we don't have the best relationship after we break up. Like, I know that you have to work with Ted and do all of these things with him. And I broke up with someone who wasn't even my man. I mean, we were, like, technically dating, but he was not in a fully committed relationship to me. So, as um, my Girls from Girls Gotta Eat podcast, love them, shout out... They always say, your man who isn't your man, well, yep, just went through that bullshit. But my man who isn't my man keeps texting me probably about once a week. But you know what, guys? What did we just talk about? Mourning that shit like a death and moving on. And let me tell you, I have not responded because you're dead to me. You're dead, Donna. And there's no surprise here that I actually met. Um, I should probably name my uh, ex. We'll call him Don. So Don... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love these names. I actually met Don through Paige's lovely ex. So we have him to thank for that, too. Mm. Thanks, Grazie. Ted. <laughs> Grazie, Millie. I know. But you you know what? You met your current man through Ted, too. Oh, fuck. I know. <laughs> Isn't Ted the worst? It's like you love to hate him. But oh, at the end of the day, man. he does some decent things. And it's just so opposite, you know, Don is all like, what's it like to date someone who's completely unavailable, you know, not ready to date? Oh, well, I can tell you it's like showing up to a party you weren't invited to and having to stay for five fucking months. It's awkward as shit. Do I regret it? Do I regret any of the time that we spent together? Never. But I believe that you can't ever truly regret time well spent. Yes, that is so true. Right? Like, we all just, like, take things from these exes of ours and learn, and I think that You know, he showed me lots of things about myself and lots of self-love was built from a disaster. So, you know, being in your head about something so often is so toxic. So when you're sitting there every morning and you're thinking, you know, what's going on, you know, what's going on behind my back, 
is there any validation? Like, does he ever give me any signs that, you know, like he really does care for me? Like all of these things that you go back and forth in your head with, it's just not a way to live. And there's always, excuse me, I'm hiccuping from the wine. (laughs) (laughs) They always say that you come back better than ever after you've, you know, fall flat on your face. And he did teach me that through hurting me and it was my call to break it off but at the same time it doesn't make it any easier and I really listened to my gut on this one and just knew that he was shady as fuck and then turns out that shit was confirmed shady <laughs> meister shit was confirmed that shit was confirmed Don was getting down and dirty yeah with like all the girls in Colorado specifically one but it's not a big deal <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. There were two. Yeah, there were there two. There were two. There were two. At least you know that Don's shady. I just have to speculate whether or not Ted cheated. I have no idea. I know. We'll speculate. Well, I'm also speculating. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, but you know a woman's intuition. Like, we're never wrong, though. Like, we, we might wrong. we might be wrong about what we think the problem is, but we know there's a freaking problem, and we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Guys, listening. If you think we're acting crazy, it's because you're sending us signals that something is wrong and we need to know what it is right now. Yeah. So if you just tell us, it's actually a whole lot easier. Right? Like, we might get mad in the moment, but you know what sucks? It's five months of pent-up anger and, you know. And being in your head. Yeah. This is the shit we're talking about. Oh, 100%. About. I mean, I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, that's how I feel about my entire life. Yeah. Which is why I'm seeing an energy healer and a psychic. I also just purchased five sessions with this wonderful Intuit, Natalia, who we're also going to have on the show, and she's my therapist. Don't at me, okay? Intuits can be psychics. She is wonderful. (laughs) She told me that I'm a number 33, which apparently means I'm like Jesus, so. (laughs) I can't confirm nor deny this. No, really, it is the number of Jesus. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I'm like an ultra healer. Oh, Which shit. is hysterical because I'm over here like, I'm broken. <laughs> you know, they say that most healers are broken because we are trying to heal other people and in turn healing other people like will heal us. I love that because that's how I feel like 98% of the time. It's true. But I totally know what you mean about dating people that are not available. Um, I, I refer to them as my not boyfriends. Yeah, your man who isn't your man. Yeah, you're not boyfriend. It's <laughs> like, he's my boyfriend, but he's not. Because he won't admit it, but he is. <laughs> God, ladies, I, we I all know we of, have those. I had one of those. We'll call him... Brian. I feel like it has to be a biblical name. Moses. <laughs> <laughs> the potter of the Red Sea. <laughs> going to use my giant staff <laughs> no he's not <laughs> okay we'll call him Moses I'm into it let's do it we'll do we'll do it but you know I actually I have to give my Moses man a lot of credit because before I met him I didn't fully understand what it meant to love somebody without having that physically intimate side of relationship like, who knew this promiscuous spongy over here would be so stimulated by, like, a neck massage or, like, a kiss on the head that only happened one time? <laughs> hey! She remembers the exact date and time. I do. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I probably you imagine would. If I text him, I'm like, hey, Moses, today's the one-year anniversary of when you kissed me on the head. 
that one time. The sad part is I would remember the date and time. I'm sure that I could go back and look at old text messages <laughs> and figure it out. Psycho. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, those people definitely come into your life for a reason. And they leave for a reason, too, because they weren't fulfilling something. Um, but they definitely change a part of you and teach you lessons. Yeah. And I'm forever grateful um, for the for the lessons that Moses has given me. <laughs> Moses is, is the, the shit. The Ten Commandments. No, <laughs> the Ten Commandments. I'm just over here like rule number four. Never get high on your own supply. Let's be honest. There's only two rules. The first f- rule is don't talk about Fight Club. And the second rule is refer to rule number one. Okay. <laughs> If you get those references, you can fuck with us. <laughs> um, but I totally understand what you're saying about taking in um, my last relationship with Don was kind of the same thing. You know, there there was intimacy and there was real intimacy when it came to, you know, being close with one another. But there was no physical. Right. It's like all emotional intimacy. Yeah. But you learn a lot from that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like really you and cool. I kind of have, Alu and I are such a fun pair. That's what like makes this podcast so fun is that a lot of parts of our personalities are super similar. Um, but we grew up in kind of very different mm-hmm. communities and in very different like time a frames. different decade, you know. Yeah. Um, a completely different decade. Yeah. But we <laughs> had similar personality traits in some ways. And so we've had a lot of similar experiences, but the way we deal with it is, like, super different. Yeah, that's why we're hoping that this can be helpful for you guys and for us. I mean, this is really just therapeutic all around. Yeah, who doesn't want to be creative right now? I mean, it's 2020 and, like, the stars are aligned. Yeah, and who doesn't want to get drunk in a closet? Literally, I do that every day. (laughs) I don't actually do that every day. I sit in my living room. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, honestly... This is what we're here for, and if you haven't found out by now, the first episode that we are going to cover is going to be um, relationships in 2020. And yeah, how really, to get over an ex. Yeah, like what the fuck do you do when your heart is shattered? Honestly, whether or not you're the one who shattered it or it was shattered because of someone else, like how do you get out of this funk? I actually just got out of a funk from a relationship that I had seven years ago. That I thought I was totally over, which I guess, you know, I am over the relationship, but there was so much trauma still that I didn't know I was carrying. And this guy, we'll call him Mickey Mouse. That's stupid. We won't call him that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just call him Mickey. Yeah. This guy, Mickey. We'll call him Mick for short, since we're a nickname-based podcast. So Mick called me after, oh gosh off and on communication over the past seven years some positive some negative some over snapchat some some are like hour-long phone calls followed Jesus by blocking Christ, me more than like a death and move on yeah, girl know, a big problem i mean no i wasn't reaching out i know yeah but he finally called me and apologized for his inability to communicate and show up for me and be a real man when we were dating and kind of in all the space in between i think too Um, because we've been through so much together Um, but you know he was really toxic when we were together he threw a rock at my window and shattered it it was like trying to be romantic 
and like it's like once the window breaks it's not cute anymore and it was like he was drunk and we were on the verge of breaking up and he was like aggressively throwing rocks at my window and I lived actually in a suite with seven other guys at the time we were like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs it was like the best living situation ever and one of them had OCD he was like so clean it was great Um, I wish you all could see my face (laughs) (laughs) but they like woke up from this and everybody was like barricading the door and they're like you will not let Mick in here it's not gonna happen and it was like you know men being good men versus like boys um he was the boy in that situation but you know he owed me an apology and he did it and I'd say one of the ways you get closure and you have no control over this way but you have control over your end is when somebody shows up and they apologize for the shit they did wrong there's no better way to get closure than to own your mistakes and move forward yeah that's true so like we were saying you know this is going to be about how to survive a breakup during covid and we've come up with some cheers we're cheersing right now in my closet um we've come up with some like tips and tricks so number one cry all you want feel all the feelings to be honest feeling the feelings would involve me punching some people in the face maybe that's why your nickname is punch it's definitely why my nickname is punch and just so you guys know, I'm like a sensitive Sally, so it definitely involved me crying into a pillow for a few days, getting really angry and replaying every conversation in my head. Ugh, that's the, like the hardest part. Ugh, like every conversation. I mean, I'm going back conversations like four months ago and I'm like, oh, this is what he meant by that. Like, which is never a good idea. You know, what's done is done. It's in the past. But honestly, it's important to do these things because without grieving, you know, as my dad always says, mourn that like a death and move on. And like, that's the first thing you do is you grieve. Well, first you're in denial and then you grieve. Well, and then you have like anger somewhere in there. I mean, I just feel all the things at once, like denial, anger and grief all at the same time just come and flood me. And it's like you can't suppress these feelings and then tuck them into your bag and leave them there. They will resurface and it will be at the least opportune time. Yeah, like when you're out to breakfast with your girlfriend and she's like, get on the dating apps and you go to get on the dating apps or you're like, I can't do that because it's going to hurt me. Like if they were on the dating apps, I would be miserable. And then they say they probably are. And then you just break down crying in the middle of brunch. This happened. Just so everybody knows, this is a true story. Paige and I went to brunch. I was all excited about it. And... I just said just okay so if you don't know me I can be a little harsh sometimes because I just like like my friends to just do what's best for them 100% she's like a great friend in that way yeah but also like a little harsh and all of you I can see you shaking your head I can every single one of you that knows me you're agreeing to this right now (laughs) but honestly I think that um you know, it comes up at the least opportune time, possibly when you're in a new relationship. And that would be just terrible. Like, don't bring your old shit into a new space. Cleanse your shit and start anew. Like, you don't move across the country and bring all your shit with you. Nah. I went through my closet. I cleaned that shit out. I made sure I wasn't bringing in some negative ass shit to a new positive start. She deleted all of the photos on Instagram. I, well, <laughs> I don't even know. I have 45,000 photos in my phone, so they're still there. Oh, dang. I know I have a problem but anyway I'm actually shocked about that that's like I think that this is like the perfect example of you know you just have to feel it all the good and the bad 100% and then I think one of the best things you can do also that apparently everyone else in the world does that I wasn't doing (laughs) is create a routine for yourself 
Yes, number like two. Especially, yeah, this is the second second thing you need to do. <laughs> I'm like useless. <laughs> Paige is not useless. I'm you like, guys should know that it took us a really long time to get these mics up and running, and Paige did a lot of it. Yes. We phoned some friends. I'm also like super, u- so my background's in like theater and dance and stuff, and I'm used to reading scripts that have like bullet points or segments, and you just like skip over the parts that are in italic, and I'm like, oh, great, didn't engage in that, and I just keep talking. <laughs> you know (laughs) we're making it work so so number two create new routines do something new every day to help yourself heal Paige what have you been doing ever since you know you and Ted split well or what have you not been doing (laughs) I mean there's like what I'm meaning to do and then what I actually do (laughs) but um I'd say the days that I I have the best days are when I really do stick to the the honestly small routines that I have for myself that um, I guess is part of adulting and I had no idea that like everybody usually does like the same four or five tasks at the start of each morning and I'm over here like I take my dog out to shit and then I go to work like I don't know I might take a shower if there's time I don't wake up at the same time every day I was just like all over the place. But you're getting on it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I now have, like, a one-hour time span of which I wake up between, and it just depends on when I go to bed the night before. And it's always now a couple hours before I have to go to work, though, which I think is important because I used to always wake up, like, with the minimal amount of time or, no, the maximum amount of time that I could find. Nope. No, minimal. (laughs) (laughs) I would leave – I would – do everything in as fast as I possibly could um, so that I could get the most sleep instead of like going to bed at a reasonable hour. But aloe is great at going to bed at a reasonable hour. I fucking try, guys. I try. She does a great job. I do. She calls me at like five in the morning. (laughs) After, no. After she's already (laughs) exercised. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, so routines. Mm Mm-hmm. So my so, friend Erica. Yeah, so tell us, yeah. Yeah. So my friend Erica, she was trying to help me. Um, you know, I think we talk about later, like rely on your friends. But I, I don't remember if that's a bullet point. That's, but a, like, that's a bullet point. It should be if it's not. Can, can you tell type A personality in the closet? <laughs> She's like, I know the bullet points. I know the order. <laughs> You're skipping ahead. <laughs> but my girlfriend Erica, who, as we said earlier, will be on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, she helped me come up with some basic routines. Um, so simple things like, she's like, okay, you wake up, you like tea. I'm like, I do love tea. Who doesn't love the tea? (sighs) I don't know. Crazy. We'll be spilling lots of it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get pots full up in here. But no, Erica was like, start a cup of tea, like boil some water, take Ringo, my adorable dog Ringo, by the way. We'll talk about our pets later, but my dog Ringo, he's amazing. So Take your dog out, let him go potty, come inside, like wash your face. I'm like, do people do that? <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. At yes. the start of the day. <laughs> I didn't know that either. So um, wash your face. She's like, if it's a shower day, because let's be honest, ladies, we don't all shower like fully every day. Listen, I don't know. I have. OK, I shower twice a day fully, by the way, with Just your hair and everything with my hair and everything. You wash your hair twice, twice a day. Twice a day. 
That is freaking crazy. <laughs> Girl, I mean, the gym in the morning, hot yoga at night, that shit is gross. Okay, that's fair. But as a hairdresser. So I'm the exception. As a hairstylist, I cannot condone shampooing your hair multiple times a day. But, I mean, you do have beautiful hair, so, like. Thanks, y'all. I didn't know that. <laughs> but, you know, I think most women, like, will rinse our bodies, but we don't necessarily wash our hair every day. We don't, especially my extension ladies out there. You girls know that that shit takes like a billion years. You're not shampooing every day. Ugh, but sounds anyway, terrible. Okay. So I get up. I take the dog out. <laughs> I wash my face. If it's a shower day or like a rinse moment, I sit down and I meditate in the water for like five minutes. Because for those of you that don't know, which I didn't know, but now know, water is cleansing. Mm-hmm. And amplifying. Yes, cold water is better. Um, any of you Wim Hoffers out there also know that cold water is mm. great for your circulation. I and, fucking hate and it. Great for your ability to fight off disease. The hotter, the better, baby. And then I either meditate for ten minutes, or well, I feed the dog. That goes in there too. Or sometimes she'll lie in bed and I call her, and then I have to yell at her to get out. Of We're the not bed. talking about what I actually do. We're talking about what I'm trying to do. <laughs> But I, I try to either do a 10-minute meditation in the morning or do my Winhof breathing, which is also about 11 minutes. You can do like a three-cycle series that is on YouTube, which we can post in the link for you guys later, accompanied with some of our favorite 10-minute meditations. And maybe some bloopers. Oh, the bloopers will be coming once a month. <laughs> So these are all the things. These are all the goals. These are all the goals you have. These are the routines that are getting you out of the old routines. Because, you know, as you know, this is what happens. We ladies, I mean, let's let's be real. We get into these relationships and we and the eye gets blurred into this we. And then we're like, we're doing this. We're going here. We go to bed at eight PM because we get up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> So and the guy's like, we don't do any of that shit. <laughs> okay, so maybe just me. But anyway, um, basically what I'm trying to say is when that we becomes your I, when you become yourself, then that's when you need these routines. I think that it's most important to have them. And it's easy to say, oh, well, I did this every Saturday with my, my bae, and I did this on Fridays. And so now you have all this time. And it's like, what, what do you do with it? Well, for starters, you figure out what it is that you want to do. You know, what is it that you truly want? Not, you know, like, okay, I'll be okay doing that. It's like, no, like, look deep inside, actually go within, do the meditation that Paige is talking about, and actually find out what your soul is craving. You know, for me, I stick to my routines, and I just come back to them. If, if, if I'm no longer a we, and it's just a me, bitch still gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and goes to the gym, goes to yoga, does all the things... You know, it's and I will say as like an outsider, you could tell that she had become a we and not an I, because when you knew Aloe before Dawn, you knew what her life routines were like. And all of a sudden, I know it's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Dawn won. (laughs) But when Aloe was calling me out, go ahead. I am. I am. But it's like a it's like a it's demonstrating a point. Right. Mm -hmm. You become a we. And Aloe had very specific routines. Like, she's always in bed. I feel like by 8.30, she's getting ready for bed. Oh, yeah. And 
because she gets up at like four in the morning and it makes sense and like those are her routines she goes to yoga she goes to spanga or she goes to the gym and then she does like her other workout like she does like two workouts a day like this chick's a badass i'm over here like how the fuck are you doing this i'm like i picked up a glass of wine and i'm tired and she's, she's like it's 8 a.m i need 10 more minutes i'm like bitch i've been up for four hours <laughs> it's true it's true Amen to the early risers. I also but stay I up till like two or three in the morning. I became sometimes. a wee and I lost my sense of self. Yeah, and she'd be like, on Sundays we juice, on Saturdays we hike, on Fridays we do massage, and like they got they totally had their own routine as a wee, but, and as I. But their but their wee routine took away from her eye routine, hmm. and you know I think when you become a wee that happens eventually, like a lot of your eyes become wees. But, like, I don't know. I will say that I feel like I had a revelation this week. So, this revelation. Okay, so my revelation. Um, so, I started reading this book that you recommended to me a while ago. Um, that love one that Natalia. Calling in the One. Yes. Which we will also post. Yes. Amazing. I stopped listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it I was really the good. Thing. And it says in there, it's like. If you're procrastinating this, maybe you're not ready or you don't want to call in the one. And I was like, bitch, what? you don't know me? Yeah, exactly. It was like, I want the one. And then I was sitting there the other day and I was like, you know what? I do have this weird tendency to constantly not only just date the wrong people, but date the wrong people who are very straightforward with me that they don't want and or aren't ready for what I'm looking for. Amen. And I was thinking the other morning, I was like, am I ready for what I'm looking for? I don't think I am, but not because I don't want it for myself, but because I'm not ready yet as a person to be committed to somebody for like the rest of this life. You know, I, I do know I'm, I want to be there, but I haven't done the right amount of work. I know exactly how you feel. And I'm really happy you said this. And we didn't talk about this prior. This is not a bullet point. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> We're off script. We're off script. <laughs> but I have to say that, like, I really do appreciate you saying this because I feel this. I feel this as well. Like, with this new guy. And I'm going to use his name because whatever. His name is Todd. And he's Hot great. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. We call him Hot Toddy. And he helped us set up the podcast. So thank you, Hot Toddy. Um, shout out to Hot Toddy. Yeah. Shout out to him. We had to phone a friend. And we had to phone Ian. Um, shout out to Ian. Yeah, we phoned him many times. We love you, Ian. <laughs> this wouldn't exist without you, Ian. But anyway, my, my whole point is that I felt the same way, and I still kind of do. Like, I'm like, okay, am I ready for this? Because as soon as I get this great guy, or he walks into my life, and hopefully he's not listening to this right now, but whatever, he probably is. He'll forgive you. He's amazing. Yeah. Like, he walks into my life unexpected. Like, I basically, I, I literally said to my girlfriend um, at dinner on Friday night, I was like, girl, I was like, I'm just focused. I was a little wasty. I was like, I am <laughs> focusing on me. I am so done trying to find these guys. Like, I'm done with Bumble. I... You know, there was this other guy a few weeks ago who was totally crazy and sent me flowers. I didn't even meet him. Anyway, we'll get into him another okay, day. Okay, that's not crazy. That's cute. But he did end up being crazy. He was really insecure. Guys, send your girl flowers. Yeah, I got flowers a few times this year from men, which is so rare, rare because it's like never happened before. But anyway. I've never gotten flowers. <laughs> that's not true, actually. Um, Sorry, Tony. If you're ever listening to this, I acknowledge that you sent me roses that one time. But my whole my whole point is that I said to myself, I'm like, and I immediately started to self-sabotage. You know, I, I have this great guy who's like really, you know, I'm looking for the faults. I'm looking for the things that are 
holding me back and I'm like is it because I'm not ready do I find these guys that are unavailable do I think I can fix them do I think that I can make myself the exception to the rule you know I do that's my savior complex it's why my dad calls me Florence Nightingale well Jesus Christ I might have the same fucking complex we're just a bunch of nightingales in a closet drinking wine (laughs) seriously it's getting hot in here (laughs) I know but it it is a it is a good point like if you keep attracting to the same kind of person I mean I think we both really have a belief in manifestation and that you're going to keep attracting the same things if it's what you keep putting out there and I think we both keep either bringing good guys in that we're like that's not what I want. Yeah, we just run. Right, or we bring in bad guys and we're like, let's cling to this one like a leech. I'm gonna make it work. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, how can I morph my body into the mold that you want? Hello. It's like Tim Gunn. Make it work. <laughs> make it work, ladies. I can't do a Tim Gunn. I wish that I was could. Pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's like, hmm. But I guess what we're saying is, it's like you know, you have to be ready, and you know, if if you're not fully ready and like we should we could do a whole app on calling in the one uh, ladies it's a great a great book highly recommend it yeah you're apparently supposed to read it in groups but like not tell anybody and have secret sessions it, yeah but like who has time for that it's like read one yeah. chapter a week it's like bitch i don't have time for this i need to be on the expedited plan i'm 34 years old my eggs are dying I had time, and I went out, and I bought the markers, and I got all the things that I needed, and I was like, I'm ready. And then I was like, I did all the setup, and then I didn't follow through. (laughs) And we should also mention that Punch and I did some witchy women stuff on the full moon on Halloween and called in the one. I called in my self-love. I didn't tell you that. She did call in her self-love. She's doing really good. Did I tell you that? I don't know, but you're doing really well. This past month, you have been, like, taking charge, and I'm really happy for you. Thank you. So. I don't feel that way about myself, but I feel like that's half the struggle. It is half the struggle. I mean, like, you know, talking about these new routines and trying to, like, you know, because Punch spent a lot of time with Ted, and, you know. I still spend a lot of time with Ted. Yeah, which I fucking hate. Everybody hates it. Ted hates it. You know, so when I had said to her, this is kind of like where the episode came from is, you know, it's like, what, what is it that you want to do? What is it that make makes your soul happy? Like maybe it's yoga, maybe it's a hit class, maybe it's running, maybe it's um, an art class or going to go hiking or signing, signing up for something new and out of the box, whatever would make your, your uh, soul feel like it's on fire. Okay. But anyway, that's number two and we're moving on because we're just rambling so number three, it kind of it kind of plays into this. You find emotional support, you know, whether it's with a friend group, with a friend or a group session or therapy or crafting or, you know, um, a book club. We have an amazing book club. I'm actually part of two book clubs. This fucking bitch. Cheating on us. I don't even read. I just listen to Audible. <laughs> and then sometimes none of us read the books and we just show up and get drunk. I mean, I usually read part of the book, except the last book. I like really want to actually read it because the audible guy made me want to fall asleep while I was driving. The power of now. The power of now. Dude, the book is great. I have like maybe an hour left in the audible book. Also, if you haven't read Untamed, that was one of our book favorites. We can do hard things. We can do hard things. We wanted to name our podcast. We can do hard things or you can do hard things. But we figured we'd get sued. Yeah. We're not trying to like take Lennon Doyle's like... (laughs) basically best statement she's ever made and like make it ours Mm -mm. but live by it it's true 
So we just think this is key. We think that finding someone you can talk to or a professional that can help you realize you're not alone in this can be really comforting. Finding solace in a book can be emotional support. Meditating can be emotional support. Whatever you feel that you can help or whatever you feel that can help you become the best version of yourself, it will truly make you happy and you stop looking for external happiness when it's inside of you. It's 100% up to you to make your happiness. And I think that even when you're in relationships, you forget that and you just like try to make your partner happy by all means necessary or by any means necessary. I haven't. That was that is I do that all the time. All the time. It's true. I feel like a lot of us do. I'm still trying to make Ted happy. He doesn't even deserve it. Not me is really. a good person. This is he doesn't where, deserve me. This is where Paige and I differ. She's like she literally will do anything to make this man happy and I uh, I'm like that with every man I've ever loved. Ugh. Seriously. He's not special. He's well, he's not, but I mean, he might be a little special. I'm like literally the complete <laughs> opposite. I'm like I have this man texting me Don, Don Juan. I haven't even responded in 3 weeks. Like literally more than that shit like a death. I have Ted blocked on Instagram. Only one of her accounts. Two two of my accounts <laughs> <laughs> I have four accounts <laughs> yeah but two of them are work accounts for one of them is a business we do together and the other one is this and you guys are friends so I wasn't gonna block him and honestly I think this I think this actually segues perfectly into number four don't be a doormat and or a lifeline hello my name is doormat lifeline <laughs> yes this is punch I'm gonna let her take this one um why? <laughs> I am so an offender of this one. But what I've learned is that, like, I'm really doing myself a disservice by, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily stop because it's not my person. Like, I'm never going to stop helping people that I care about, especially people that I'm in a business venture with. But people that I've put a lot into that have also put a lot back into me, we have a stable or stable is not the right word we have a established relationship in love and trust and friendship um i'm not gonna just abandon those friendships i never have and but i'm not i'm also not gonna be the person you can just call up and like wipe your feet off on and walk away from but why don't you why don't you why don't you elaborate on this point? Because oh, I'm a, I'm a big offender of this point, and I think you're really good at not being, being that offended. doormat. I don't think I'm ever really a doormat, but I'm definitely a lifeline for you're a lot a of people. Yeah, yeah, totally a lifeline. You got to cut that shit. Like you're dead. You're dead <sighs> to me. We did a lot I of cutting cord the, ceremonies on Halloween. We did. We cut some serious cords, and then my intuit told me that the cords uh, were not being cut as much as I would anyway um (laughs) (laughs) my cords are still uh attached and it's not it's not okay but I think that um you know what she's what she's saying is don't perpetuate everything and for me it's like I can't understand why people just like can't let it go like I have a hard time letting it go yes and I'm dealing with it in my own way and I'm I'm trying to um you know not forget the the times we had together because I cherish them and I I truly love I still love Don Juan and I think I always will but for me I had to cut off all communication 
no communicado because it is it's the fucking devil for me i'm like you i can't i can't have a conversation with you even if it's about oh i'm making burgers without you hope you're doing well i don't give a fuck I don't care. I don't care about your burgers. Also, this bitch don't eat meat. Don't show me it yeah. grinded on a bun. Seriously, no meat in this body. Unless it's man meat. That's right. And I'll take I'll take the man meat. <laughs> 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 I need a good dicking. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. <laughs> I didn't even know good dicking was a term. Well, and it kind of flows into number five. Do keep busy, and if that just involves me getting dicked down. Um, I'm in for. I'm okay, here for it. I would like to point out that number six is don't mask your pain trying to find a replacement, aka an alternate dicking. Well, no, because it's not. I think that number six is don't find a replacement. I think it's find someone new. Don't try to replace what you had. Is what. That okay. Is. Well, let's go back to number five, okay, and then we'll fine. loop around to number six. Okay, you go. So. Do keep busy. I find that the more that I sit around and I just, like, have time to think about all these things we've talked about in the previous numbers, like, when was that conversation? What are they doing? Why didn't they love me? How am I not good enough? How can I change myself? Like, no. Stop it. Find hobbies. Find things that you can do that make you happy. If you want to fly to Florida and visit a man that you haven't seen in 15 years that your first kiss that you don't remember that's also okay (laughs) but like don't expect any of these guys or any other alternate dicking to be something that's going to be a long-term thing or something that's going to replace what you had I feel like that should have gone in the next bullet point I think that we're just going to merge these two yeah we'll just put them together you know we're just going I'm just I'm just spontaneous as fuck guys she's not I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I spontaneously went on a date last week, and it turned out to be good. That was planned and set up by somebody else. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Aloe can be spontaneous, but it's like spontaneity within the plan. Yes, that's true. Yeah. God, there's something wrong with me. This is probably why I'm still single. There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> I'm still single, and I'm like a hot fucking mess with no plan. Yeah. Um, I do have a morning routine, though, so go team. Yes, go team. Paige is doing well. Punchy's doing well. Um, but like, yeah, I, I don't think I tried to replace Don Juan because you could never replace that man. That man is a unique motherfucker. Um, but I think that what I'm saying is like, so as fast as he moved on and when I say move on, I mean, he went right back to his, his, uh, the broad who broke his heart. I mean, let's just be real. Um, I tried to move on and and get on the bumble right away which i totally advise ladies like let's be real if it if it helps to get on that bumble and just swipe and like feel like people want you and to to feel wanted and to feel like someone's flirting with you by all fucking means yeah there's definitely something nice about like looking out there and being like at least i'm not the only one yeah i mean but when you meet someone who like sends you flowers and is like ready to propose within a week without even meeting you hard pass hard pass so oh yeah for sure I mean unless you're like super healed and like they're super together and you guys are like a match made in heaven but even then like that's super like Claire on Bachelorette vibes and let's be honest ladies nobody wants to be that girl we could have a whole episode about Claire I hated that bitch years ago and I still hate her but anyway 
sorry, Claire. Not like she's ever going to listen to our podcast, but maybe. She might. She might, because she she's she's going to want to know. You know what? I hope that it actually did work out for her. I'm actually less skeptical of her than I am of That's the true. guy that she's with. Dale Moss. I just, like, don't believe that men are like that. But, but maybe I'm wrong, and, like, hopefully she finds happiness. I mean, I... Someone made me a mixtape this week. A mixtape. He's 45. Fuck! <laughs> but, like, let's be honest. What bitch doesn't want a mixtape? I mean, it's the only mixtape I've ever received in my life that I didn't personally make while listening to the radio, recording and stopping songs and missing the first 15 minutes of a song. Or the first 15 minutes, Jesus Christ. The wine is taken hold. The first 15 seconds of a song. And then you're like, shit, now I got to wait till the song comes on in four hours. You probably didn't even do that, Paige. This bitch is looking at me like she's never even made a mixtape. I was <laughs> responding to a text. <laughs> <laughs> but also, have you ever made a cassette mixtape? Um, so, have I made a cassette mixtape for a boy? No. Did I make musical theater cassette mixtapes for me to sing to in my karaoke okay, machine in my basement? Not the question I asked. Did, Did I try to record to a radio? cassette tape and read <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins to, to, to create my own Audible? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I got about 10 pages into Mr. Popper's Penguins and quit. You are fucking hilarious. <laughs> so this is just, we're just, this, okay. I made I made mixed CDs for guys. I've made like <sighs> so Paige CDs. doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Ladies, I know what a cassette tape is. So anyway, <clears throat> I got I received a MP3 player with a mixtape on it, and then I got so frustrated trying to listen to it <laughs> that I finally loaded it onto my computer to make it so I could put it onto my phone, like the 21st century. <laughs> But I would like to state for the record that I would know how to listen to it. But I guess this also flies into number... <laughs> I fucking love you. This flies into number seven. Trust your feelings and your gut. Because i that's what I'm doing right now. Because part of me wants to go running in the other direction. Because I met someone who I really like. But I'm also terrified. And I'm like, what is what is happening? I don't know what to do. I just want to run. Well, you should trust my gut, which is that he's a great person. He sounds like a great man. I mean, I feel like he's told you some information that, like, just puts it out there that, like, he cares about people and he has your best interests and just, like, the best interests of the people he cares about. It's intentions at heart. I don't think that sentence made sense. But I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I think it just all happens so fast. But they always say, okay, so here's where it comes into calling in the wine, the, this book that punchy and i are talking about because i did all the work for it and have been saying all these mantras and then i really wasn't looking for anyone and then all of a sudden ted was like hey you i want you to meet my friend you meet my friend and then we met and i love that you just made ted sound like dracula <laughs> hey you come meet my friend he'll want to suck your blood <laughs> So, trust your feelings in your gut, page. And what do we say about that? About trusting your gut and your feelings? Um, we say don't fuck with an intuit. That's right, bitches. Yeah. We know. I think I said this earlier. Mm -hmm. Maybe I cut it out. I don't know if it's going to be in well, the final let's edit. Let's be honest. We haven't edited shit no, yet. No, we haven't edited anything. But if I've edited it and it's not there beforehand, I already said this once, but you don't fuck with an intuit. We no. already know. We'll catch you lying. 
And I'll, you know what, I'll catch a guy lying every day and I'll tell myself I'm wrong. I'll tell myself I'm crazy, but I'm not wrong. You're just a gaslighting liar and your ego takes over and it, it allows you to think that like you're just making crap up, but you're not. Yeah. You're not. A fucking men. We always fucking know. Yeah. No more. Okay. So number eight, don't replay scenarios in your head unless you're telling yourself how much they suck dick. Because what is that going to accomplish, replaying the same story? Don't think about sucking their dick. Oh, my God. Paige definitely needs that advice. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry. (laughs) We're definitely going to cut that out. (laughs) Or at least put it on the bloopers. Oh, whatever. I'm like, parents, you're here for it. And if you're not here for it, don't fucking listen. No, my mom would be laughing her ass off right now. My mom and Ann's sister looked at me one day and they're like, you don't shave your canoochie every day. And I'm like, I do. No. What? <laughs> I do. I also shave my arms and my legs. What? Every day? <laughs> Every day. Every day. I get in the shower. I'm smooth <laughs> like a baby's bottom. <laughs> I think I'd rather do the waxing route. Like, I'll let it grow Fuck in, and no. then I'm like, strip that baby off. I'm going to be smooth like a baby's bottom Hell for two weeks. No. I just shave that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, anyway, the whole thing, the whole point is, ladies, take your fucking time, heal, find yourself, do all the things, make a podcast or don't just rate, review, subscribe and share. Please. Add us on Instagram. Yes. Oh, speaking of, where can they find you? Um, like me personally? Or? Yeah, you personally, bitch. Okay, so, so they can stalk and find out who this fucking Ted character is. I have like a billion Instagrams. <laughs> well, just like your main So my main Instagram you? is at Paige McKenzie K. P-A-I-G-E-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K. I love it. And then my, my work one is um, the period hair chemist. If you want to have blonding done or extensions and you live in Denver. Yes, she's fantastic. She will be doing my hair shortly. I've given you a haircut. Yes, she has. And Don Juan. And then where can they find you, Aloe? They can find me at Yodini underscore Aloe. So Y-O-G-I-N-I underscore A-L-L-O. We've been friends for so long, and I always thought it was just Yogi Aloe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, common misconception, there's Yogis, which are men, and then there's Yoginis, which are women. What? Yes. Okay. See, yes. this is where we come to podcast. And also, just in case you guys don't know, I am a registered yoga teacher and Reiki master. So if you're interested, you just let me know. I'll send you some love and do all the things. And I have no credentials for this whatsoever. So, <laughs> well, no, that's not totally true. I'm a hairstylist, so I do spend a lot of time talking to women and like Fuck yeah. sorting through problems and things. So, I mean, who gave you the right, right? That's like what everyone Amen, really girl. I'm like an unofficial life coach. Cheers. Cheers. To that. And so that's pretty much all we have to say about getting over someone. And as you guys can see, clearly we're doing an excellent job of it. There's <laughs> one more bullet point. Oh, okay. Love yourself. Yes. It's the most important bullet point. All the parts. The good, the bad. It's so important, you guys, to find self love and self worth. I can't stress it enough. That's true. I can't tell you how many days of my life I've woken up and I'm like, I feel like crap and I I just allow myself to live for like 
who other people need me to be, who other people expect me to be. That's a big expectations. Yeah. We'll have like a whole other episode on that. I think I think that's like what you should set out to do every day. Just be grateful. Live every day with a grateful heart and just say, I'm doing the best I can. And if you're not doing the best you can and you recognize that, what can you do to make yourself better? And really dig deep with that one. And I know it's really hard sometimes to do that because that requires answering some honest fucking questions. But yeah, and I'm going to say like a a kind of like thing that people might get mad at me for here. And I'm not sorry. (laughs) She said it. (laughs) I already said it. But, you know, there's total truth to the fact that it's 2020 and there's a pandemic going on. And So so many people are facing so many difficulties and adversities and things with their families that I honestly personally can't even begin to comprehend. You know, I haven't seen my family in a long time, but everybody's healthy and safe and, um, I don't know what that's like for a lot of people, but there's definitely a movement out there right now that's like, it's 2020 and it's a pandemic. And if you're not your best version of yourself, like that's okay. And like, yes, but yes, but no, if you are using the pandemic as an excuse, it's not okay. If the pandemic is making your life difficult, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. You deserve all the slack because... I can't I can't even put myself in the shoes of some of my friends and things like I'm trying and I don't even know know. but if you're using that as a reason to justify eating the bag of potato chips you know you shouldn't eat or um, not getting up and going for that run that you usually go on just because you're like well it's 2020 and it's a pandemic so it's fine like hold yourself to a higher standard than that like if it's 2020 and you had COVID and you can't get the fuck out of bed yet like cool yeah girl you don't go for a run you get your fucking sleep just heal yeah heal and deal with the things you gotta deal with but don't find excuses we have Mm -hmm. a tendency to find excuses Uh, all the time and this is a big massive universal excuse right now so hold like take 10 seconds and ask yourself am I actually struggling right now because of the pandemic or am I using it as an excuse to not do my best where is this resistance coming from is the resistance coming from my head or is it actually coming from an external source? Absolutely. Most of the time it's in your head. Um, so we're going to we're gonna do a little thing that we came up with uh, a couple weeks ago. We asked a bunch of our friends on Instagram. You know, we're going to call it Wisdom and Wit from the Peanut Gallery. So we asked... Should we, should we call it Wisdom and Wit from the Love Nest? Yes. <laughs> wisdom and Wit from the Love Nest because you guys, you know, for the love of God... We just need to know what to call you little lovers out there. Yeah, you guys. In our in our comment section, um, I don't know if that's actually a thing. <laughs> if you can comment on this, leave comments. But otherwise, come yes. on our Instagram, DM us. We have an email. You can email us at forthelovepunchandaloe at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. We want to hear. We want to know things that you want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, questions you want us to ask. Anything you want us to cover, definitely send to us. But also, um, we're trying to come up with, like, a name for you guys. All of our listeners. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're thinking lovers or lovelies or, like, we, we're going to talk to our love nest. I love it. So, we did. We talked to the peeps. We we got on the horn and we said, hey. We pulled the peeps. We did. We, pull, we phoned a friend, pulled the peeps. What is it? that is getting you guys through a breakup during COVID. And we got some really funny answers. So um, 
One of the first ones I received was a buy a Bob, which is battery operated boyfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend, Noelle. <laughs> she was the first one that told me to buy a Bob. I didn't listen. I just kept a Ted. Um, also, <laughs> furiously masturbated was a great one. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> like angry that's my girl from new york a couple of my friends from new york said drink a couple of them said uh facetime me for coffee every morning talk space for therapy uh also got one that said be kind to yourself let yourself feel your feelings but also keep kicking ass surviving a break at the moment but uh i'm not so smoke some weed eat some bad food that's great advice uh it's legal here in uh, colorado by the way Good porn, a great vibrator, a bath bomb, some DMB, which in case you guys don't know, that's the fucking Dave Matthews band, the greatest band alive, and red wine. Um, And my favorite one that I think I got, stopped looking, focused on myself, focused on being healthy, um, and then bam, there he was. See, I got very similar ones, I feel. I got back. Um, Focus on you. Work on you. Find ways to build and improve yourself from the experience. Love that. I feel like that's a whole bullet point. They said it better than we did. Yeah, they did. Um, We're learning. I don't need a man to feel whole. (laughs) Me either, honey, but I feel a little bit more whole. (laughs) Seriously. I feel the whole. (laughs) 100%. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If they give up. Oh, oh, this was a good one. If they give up on what you have without a fight, then it wasn't meant for you. Ugh, so true. I can't even tell you how many times Ted would tell me, like, <sighs> that, like, how much they were disinterested in fighting. Like, they'd just rather have nothing. And, like, there's – I'm not saying, like, I definitely want, like, a guy to be so argumentative all the time. But, like, if you're not willing to fight for me at all, then, like, I'm clearly not super important. Yeah. To you. Where do I lie on that scale? Oh, oh, this is a good one. Never date a frat boy. Honey, Mick was a frat boy. I hear you there, okay? I never dated frat boys. I just maybe slept in their beds. Again, sorry, mom and dad. So here's another one. This was good. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad breakup. Okay, we could argue that. Um, it simply was not meant to be permanent. That's true. Oh, ooh, my friend's mom always says they either come into your life for a reason or a season, honey. Yes, and I actually, I got a message back, so I'm, like, trying to find that right now. Um, And it was more private, but their advice was good. Said, word of advice, don't talk about it and move on fast. Bury it. Yeah, it's kind of like mourn it like a dove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're they're, dead, they're like, They're like, you can hate them. It's okay. Eventually, you won't hate them anymore. Like, the hate just helps you get there. It's true. But I'm, like, not recommending going to see people, you know? I mean, yeah, we're not recommending that. But if that's where you got to go, like, don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what we said earlier. Like, don't replay situations unless it's a situation where they're a fucking dick. Because that's the only thing that's going to feed your hate fire. And it's going to get you going. So, we're also going to do um, a weekly collective card pool. So... Or card pool, excuse me. Carpool. Carpool. We're all going to go somewhere on vacation, <laughs> 2020. Here, I've got momming on the brain. But um, no, so Punch and I, like you, like we said earlier, we're really into the witchy woo-woo, but in a good way. Like We just find it to be really helpful and therapeutic, and um, I think that the messages that the spirits send and 
for us in the collective really do help people get through it. So I'm going to do the first weekly collective card poll. I think next week Erica will do it, and then we'll probably just rotate. Paige will do it. Yeah, or like whoever is on for the week, if it's something they're into, we'll have our guests do it. So I think we're going to ask, as as 2020 is coming to an end, you know, what is it that the collective needs to hear? What is it that everybody is needing right now? And that sound is me shuffling the cards. See, and I totally thought we'd do like a poll for the week. Yeah, totally. This is for the week, but that's the question I'm asking. Got it. Ask really specific question. See, she knows more than I do. Not really. I'm just learning. No, no she does. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, so I accept when I don't know stuff. I'm using um, Colette Baron reeds Spirit Animal Oracle Book. It's one of my actual absolute favorites I have many uh, decks of cards but this one I think is just really good in keeping it really short and sweet so I'm gonna fan out the cards and have Paige pull and I will make sure that we attach the link to this card deck in our bio episode or whatever it is Ooh, uh, you guys what'd you pull what'd you pull the dog spirit Ooh, what's it say be loyal be that? loyal to what you love. What's that is name? so applicable to what we just talked about. It's really true. Number 19. He's the cutest one. Paige, take a little picture. Oh, I will. We'll post a picture. Okay. So. On our Insta. Dog spirit appears to remind you that although change is part of a life and all of us are meant to evolve, our love and commitments remain strong. You are loved now and can trust that this higher love is true. Spirit loves you, and love has arrived in many forms now, manifesting in the people you surround yourself with, exposed uniquely through them. Dog Spirit also says to be true to that which you love, for now is the time of good fortune. Be steady as you recognize that people and things are always transforming. Your heart is loving and true, and Dog Spirit wants you to know that your steadfast commitment to experiencing and expressing love will attract and manifest more love. You deserve all of it. Have faith in Spirit's plan for you. Well, fucking shit. That's exactly what we were just talking about for this whole episode. Namaste. (laughs) Namaste, bitches. And with that, I think we're going to conclude. You guys, we did it. (gasps) Woo! As as Elle would would say. We did it! (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh my gosh. I love it. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I know it's our first episode, but we do have many great ideas and many good topics coming your way. And a lot of great people that we're going to bring onto the show. Not, I promise everything isn't going to be about relationships. No. But it was very applicable to us and where we're at in our life and something that I think is applicable to a lot of people right now. So we decided to cover that topic, but coming at you next week, we have Oracle by Erica, my friend, my soul sister, my blood sister. She's not my blood sister. We've never done that, but (laughs) not yet. No, but we're (laughs) synced. So it's like blood sisters in a way. She worships the moon. She worships the earth. She worships the spirits. Um, Actually, I can't even tell you exactly what she worships, but I know the moon matters to her. So yes, as it should. As it should. The moon is important for all of us ladies. But um, Oracle by Erica. Prep by following her on Instagram. Get ready 
this girl is probably one of the most powerful women I've ever met and like she barely even knows she's just scratching the surface and um she's amazing so get ready it's gonna be great we're gonna have some ballerinas on some immigrants we're gonna talk about a death doula (laughs) the ballerina is an immigrant (laughs) the ballerina is an immigrant but it's also immigration area we have lots of things coming your way and also feel free to like hit us up follow us you know you can tell us how bad we sucked if you want you know we're here for that too but we love you guys and we hope that you loved the first episode of for the love of Punchinello. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Namaste. We hope you have the greatest week. Bye. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Share our shit.